0: well i didn't have a choice you didn't have a choice i didn't have a choice because i had just lost my job at and baby you want to talk about that
1: let's talk about that oh my god
0: sometimes i know exactly what you're going to say every single month your bank account is overdrawn. the world is a business a husband is what's left of a sweetheart after the nerve has been killed walking around blindly with dead eyes following orders not knowing what they do not caring oh hey! you have selfish, ignorant citizens, you're going to get selfish, ignorant
1: leaders. You mean like Democrats?
0: Well, we both agree. That must be the reason. Why not
1: let the folks themselves ask for something that they like to hear?
0: We are knee-deep in a pool of stagnation. Uh, nah, no, nah, no, wait a minute, friends. You don't want to hear that, do you? Yeah! yeah. yeah.
1: Hey, guys. Welcome to Objectively Incorrect. My name is Steven Smith. We're here in studio with Sulika Creaky. bagwan Popcorn. <laughs> Right? So, Liga Creeky, no label because she doesn't like labels. She I doesn't want to like be in to that be. box because she does do a lot of things, guys. Yeah, away.
0: a lot of things. So. Like
1: photography and modeling and writing. consultancy, writing, journalism. Oh, of
0: that. So much.
1: Social media so much. posting, good person, <laughs> mother. God darn it. Everything. So I'm a
0: boxer
1: use the box yeah okay and don't mess with her at all <laughs> period all right so silica thank you so much for being on the show today we're going to be talking about Selika's career because i feel like it's multiple <laughs> we're going to mm-hmm. just go on the journey with her we're going to also mm-hmm. be talking about a bunch of other stuff what means the most to her and a lot of things so Silika, once again welcome before we even get started we're going to go straight into our fact of fiction section which is i'm going to give you five statements and after each one you're going to tell me if it's true or if it's false. <laughs> right um she didn't notice what's coming i didn't notice what's
0: was coming look oh at my her god, face uh? oh
1: my god bashfully okay. she put <laughs> on channel face and so no these things right uh just random funny stuff right so <laughs> okay. so just let's just get through it together mm-hmm. and we'll learn something or oh, okay. we'll 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 get it correct right mm-hmm. all right so number one 51 percent of people think Stormy weather affects cloud computing. 51% of people think stormy weather affects cloud computing. True or false? <laughs>
0: um, true.
1: It's true. <laughs> and the thing is, do you, do you know why that's hilarious? Because no. cloud computing has nothing to do with the weather. <laughs> Putting things in the cloud has to do with when you're like, you have Google Drive, that's a cloud. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Apple, Apple, Whatever Apple as a service is a cloud and Dropbox is a cloud. Uh-huh. So like cloud computing has nothing to do with the weather. <laughs> and 51% of people believe it does. That <laughs> is freaking hilarious. That's funny. That's right. funny. Number two. Seven percent of religious Americans pray to God about finding a good parking spot. Seven percent of religious Americans pray to God about finding a re- a, a good parking spot. True or false false it's though. true it's true yeah seven wow. well. percent of religious americans do to about about finding a good parking spot
0: oh wow i thought it would have been higher percentage Why? You know? well okay. i think seven percent
1: is just it's, it's almost
0: ten percent because i was leaning towards more people are always road rage angry like you've you experienced know, road
1: important. rage before no then. but i've seen it on tv n- The news the news yeah florida man <laughs> all right number three in spanish the word esposas means wives and handcuffs in spanish the word esposas means both wives and handcuffs truffles true it's true (laughs) it's it's and and also what to i think the same word that is used to hunt means to marry Mm, yeah yeah very so the women hunt men to put them in handcuffs (laughs) All right, number four. Every human being starts as neither male nor female. Every human being starts as neither male nor female. True or false? True. It's false. Everybody, and this is interesting. This is interesting. Geneticists have discovered that all human embryos start life as females, as do all embryos of mammals. That's true. About the second month is when the fetal test, Elaborates enough androgens to offset the maternal estrogens, and male de- maleness develops. Okay. So we all start as female. all right number five. This is the last one. In 2011, a woman bought a non-visible piece of art for ten thousand US dollars. In 2011, a woman bought a non-visible piece of art for $10,000 US. True. It's true. It's dumb. Yeah. It's dumb. And the thing is, this this, this is what the fact actually says. The Museum of Non-Visible Art is an organization that hosts and sells art that exists only in the imagination of the artist. Oh, wow. Or, as people behind the museum prefer to call it, (laughs) non-visible.
0: Tell me yep, if that is absolutely I believe it absolute. because there's a lot of craziness. That is <laughs> nonsense. So, yeah, I believe it.
1: Crazy people.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I worked at SKN Vibes since 2002. 2002? I worked at SKN Vibes 2002. So, and you it was can't no be that much older want. than
1: me. Who, me? You can't be that much older than me. I'm 39.
0: No, I'm 38. <laughs> I'm
1: 36.
0: I'm 38, yeah. So I worked at SKN Vibes in 2002. Mm -hmm. But first, I was working at The Observer in 2001. So I started modeling in 2001. 2001 was a glory year.
1: It's a glory year. (laughs) Tell me about this glory year. It was the year year that
0: I finished high school. Uh I got my dream job that year as well when I finished. Because I was very ambitious. And, you know, I said like, I need to work here, and this is where I need to work. This and Observer was it, or Observer was it? I mean, where else? Newspaper was. I wanted to be a journalist, so Correct. where else could I have worked? Not Z A Z. Correct, because
1: then yeah, no, not definitely. <laughs> not
0: Z A Z, not Labour spokesman, not Democrat. So L- the observer, observer at the time, was, before Win FM came,
1: was, was the was, intermediary.
0: Was the uh, um, what do you call them?
1: Like um, non-biasterm news source. Non-bias,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. So Clive Bacchus was the editor at the time. Clive Backus was at Clive Observer. Clive was at The Observer. Clive Backus came to sink it to work at The Observer. No way! Because that's what my former publisher would do. He would source Guyanese, journalists, reporters, and bring them in. So a lot of the um, what you saw from the Observer was Guyanese ruled. Really? Pillars. Yeah, there were guys who, uh-huh. and I went over there to see how the printing was done, where they printed at Navy Printing. Um, those guys, can't remember their name, but we were all good, good back Friends, then. yeah. And yeah, they were from Guyana. And so Conway, Stanford Conway,
1: mm-hmm. you know the name? Yeah, no, Stanford Conway. Yeah, mm-hmm. he
0: also came to work at the Observer.
1: So the the Observer was a conduit for some of these guys to come to sing. It's to think
0: its, yeah. And then I, can, I think I saw, um, so then, so then, um, so Clive Backus was my editor. Mm-hmm. And so I'm feeling good. I'm having Clive... Be my editor, and he says to me, Sulika, we need more young people reading the newspaper. I said, Say less. Say
1: less. <laughs> you did not say Say less. I,
0: okay, at the I time. Didn't, but, I did. But,
1: but, but no, I understand. Yes. yes. Say less. So, I, I so got you.
0: I was like, Well, well I got all these ideas. I, we could do this in the paper and that. And oh, wow. And he allowed me. He was receptive. To, yeah, he allowed me to do my thing. So I introduced poetry, sad Young people sending in poems to the observer. I started writing this series, soap opera series called A Younger's World. And what I did, I used real images of people from St. Kitts. It was a fictional story. Of course,
1: of course. But you used real And I real used persons pictures.
0: like um, Khalil Osborne was one of my characters. What? Um, I think maybe Zelia Archibald. And Creos uh, Freeman. So they would pose in the paper. And of course when people see familiar faces in the people, they're gonna want to know what it's about. What it's about. And you know. That's and it genius. was also about thank you. This is like this is
1: like this is like um I don't even know what to compare it to. It's almost like Facebook fiction without Facebook.
0: Right. So so um so back then, um, Bastyr High was mentioned in it because mm-hmm. I attended Bastyr, Bastyr High, High and that's uh-huh. what I know. So I wrote it from my 17-year-old mind. It wasn't always perfect. I got great feedback from persons who wanted to know, like, where are you getting the this, information the, ad- yeah, the, ideas. the information from? I said, it's all fictional and they couldn't believe. And um, So people
1: thought it was real?
0: Yeah, someone thought it was real. It was so interesting how people would just reach out to you. Like, Correct. people would just say, hey, um, who writes this? Or who does this? Correct. It's interesting. I want to know more about it. And so,
1: so that's so what so I th- like So, all then you were, and this was your dream job. So, like, when you were working, like, were you putting in an extra amount of hours?
0: I was put, <laughs> Stephen, I used to work from 8 until 12 o'clock in the night. And I didn't have to be there. I was just there because that's what the editor does. The editor stays that late because they have to, how they used to do it back then, Uh we did the printing in Nevis, so they had to send over pages for the editor to proofread and stuff like that. So I would always be in there in the mix. That used to be the most difficult process, the Uh printing of it.
1: Oh, wow. Sending
0: the information everything is fine. I think they would start to print, maybe from Tuesday, print certain pages. Mm-hmm. But Thursday night, they did the bulk of it. Oh, wow. For Friday. For Friday, I think it used to come out on Fridays. What?
1: And then and then since the printing is Nevis, then you have to come over on a boat come or over something? Come over on a boat. Wow. And then we would
0: always look forward to seeing it because for me, as I told you, I was very ambitious back then. So I always used to shoot for the front page. I needed something on On the front page.
1: page. And so, so you were like a junior editor. I was a junior um, writer, reporter, reporter, reporter. Correct. I was junior reporter. But then, but then you said that that Clive Backus would have been the editor in charge. He that. was
0: the editor in charge at the time. Then wow. I think um, a month, a few months later, Clive said he leaving. What? <laughs> he going to start a radio station. Yeah, he going to be in charge, and that was Win FM. And I was like, what? How, how you can oh, leave how, me? How this going to happen? Like. You know, Clive Bacchus sent me on my first cuss-off. Cuss Clive, off. Mr. Bacchus told me, Sulika, there are some people, there was an event on Friday and there are some people on Princess Street who want to do an interview. I never used to get like, you don't get a lot of information.
1: Yeah, you just get like... So
0: he just gave me like the brief and I had to go. So I'm go- I gone to the people. It was mm-hmm. an elderly couple. And oh my, they started cussing. Because what happened is they did not like that there was an event held on Princess Street. Oh, the
1: noise was bothering them. Yeah, uh-huh. So
0: that was the story. But then I didn't know that was the story. I thought I was writing about the event. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So I go and the lady's like, and I don't speak to Carnival already, and I don't tell him like she's cussing. Them, but uh-huh. it's coming off on, on me. On you, cause she's
1: loading down. <laughs> yeah,
0: on me. Oh my god! And she ain't even come out. She didn't even come out and talk to me. She opened up her window uh-huh. and said what she had to say. What? And then the clothes and I was like, "What the hell is this? What am I supposed to do now?" Anyway, so then I went to tourism because who did I go to speak to? I guess I went to find out more about who oh, the, the, was in mm-hmm. charge and. Mm-hmm. What not? and then someone else again say you're all observer like to write why wow, you feel like i just sell too much light i got this a lot during my yeah during my first at- years at observer every single time i went somewhere i was cussed out for the observer newspaper
1: but the thing is wasn't the observer like the only unbiased paper yeah but, the be- labor spokesman- but for
0: some reason the stories that they wrote Sometimes, even though people loved it, mm-hmm. you know, as one of my former editors said, 50 pe- 50% of the people are going to love you and 50% of the people are going to hate you.
1: God darn.
0: And so I had some other editors that came in. So Clive left and mm-hmm. then I had these American editors. They were, they were from Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Um, John and Kevin Parker.
1: They were brothers or?
0: White. Women. I mean, a couple. Oh. W- woman and... John yeah, Kevin. and oh
1: Kevin, I thought it's Kev- like well, Kevin.
0: it's like Kevin. But That's it's what it's pronounced, Kevin. But or it's K-E-V-A-N.
1: Oh, Kevin. Mm-hmm.
0: And they were so amazing, encouraging. They loved the young girls' world, the series that I wrote. Were, they yeah. encouraged me to continue writing it. They also wanted to see me grow more and be better. And so they sent me on this photojournalism course mm. in Saint Lucia, which you know. I learned a lot. I got my first camera from this workshop. You got a camera. I got camera a camera from the It workshop? wasn't a kind of fancy huge camera, DS- but it was a L camera. It was a like a digital camera. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I got a, a point I got a camera. I got that. I got a stipend. What? I got free accommodation. I got a free airline. I was this, it was amazing. I was 18 at the time. Wow. And so a I whole
1: camera. I never. I didn't even know seminars. <laughs> that give you equipment. I thought. <laughs> yeah, it this managed. was.
0: Um, this workshop was held by some a journalist group from the Caribbean. Mm. Can't remember the name, but I do remember one of the facilitators was from Barbados Nation.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: And he actually had took my picture when I modeled in Barbados, maybe
1: what? months before. So all this time you were still actively modeling?
0: I was, because I, like I said, 2001 was the Gloria, I started my dream job. What else did I say I started? You started doing... modeling, you said. Modeling, yeah, so I started modeling, and so...
1: So what what was the okay when you started modeling? What was that like for you? Because I mean, I think you started when you were seventeen.
0: I started when I was seventeen. So, my mother did not want me modeling, and oh, wow. so she tried to
1: dissuade you. Yes. It, so it, she it, would like say actively. things
0: like, "Oh, you're going to model swimsuit in front of everybody." Oh and wow. So I'd be like, "No, not in front of. No, me am being a model in a swimsuit," and then. You know, she would just try to tell me, like, you sure you want to do this? You sure, like, you're a shy person and that kind of thing. But at first I was afraid of it. Mm-hmm. At first I saw everybody was so professional no, yeah. and know what they were doing. And but were they also
1: older? Weren't they also older than you Some were, were? older. Really? Some were younger than you?
0: Some were older, no. no. Some wasn't younger than me. No, I think I was the youngest, and so you know they tried to treat me like the baby.
1: Oh wow, cuddly. and
0: uh, (laughs) and uh, that's really not. Never treat me like a baby because because you're cute. I'm not. I'm not a baby. I'm the queen. You know, I love it. (laughs) I'm not like I in 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 a matter of no time. Uh I knew what I was doing on stage. I knew how to work the
1: stage. Is it, is it that when you started, did you have like proper training or did you just start because you had a natural gift for, for modeling?
0: I did not have a natural gift for modeling. You didn't? I did not. This man named Junior Coffee told me that I would be a good model. And I said, yeah, I think so too. And that was it. That was a conversation. I was walking from the observer. I was going into town across Cairn Street to do something. Uh And that's what he told me. He met me. I think he worked close in the area. Uh And he was like, you interested in modeling? I think you'll be a really good model. And and I was like, yes. But on the actual day, because he didn't contact me until like a few months after. On the actual day, I was scared. I didn't want to go out. I was telling my friend no I want to go home I don't
1: want to do this. So this was like a modeling show he just brought you to a show?
0: No, to just join his agency oh, so, okay. to practice so to practice with the models. And
1: you were yeah. you were def you, you were just completely completely scared. I was
0: afraid, but I told him that yes, definitely. But then in reality, <laughs> yes. I was terrified
1: of S- it. So how did that how did that journey go for you cuz I mean, I'm guessing that fir- how did that first time like transpire? Like was it good? Was it, it
0: it was like it you was had a lot interesting. of work um you had to learn how to walk. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even wear heels. I was wearing these clunky thick shoes that I would never wear again. And I don't know why I was <laughs> wearing them back then. <laughs> and um I thought that the girls weren't as welcoming.
1: Oh, they were because
0: that's how some women are like that. Very and competitive. and that's how, yes, mm-hmm. very um, Closed in like and, exclusive, you know, like you're, exclusive. you're not one you're of not us. You're not a part of us. Oh, so
1: wow. And you're young. You're, I've like, met 17. That,
0: I'm, yeah, and I met that along the years. So, it, for me, it was just like, okay, this is how it is. It is, yeah. You know, but actually, not always. Not always? Now, now I'm older and I would look back and it doesn't it's have not to always be. like that. Mm. It's just from my experience because... Mm. When I went in for a pageant in St. Martin, oh, my God, it was 19 of us.
1: 19?
0: 19. And they were from, it was a lot of Spanish-speaking countries. Bolivia, Uruguay, Paraguay, Colombia. This is an international
1: show. What are you saying? (laughs) And um, Mm -hmm.
0: I met one of my closest friends because she was being a bit... Mean. She was
1: being mean to you. No, to the other girls. She, she, and not to, so she wasn't being mean so, to you. So it
0: was like the English-speaking countries were like one way, then there were like a few French, uh-huh. and then a lot of a Spanish. Spanish-speaking women. Wow. And uh-huh. it was only like three or four English-speaking countries, mm-hmm. about three French countries,
1: and the rest and then the rest were Spanish. So wait, so you guys were the minority. In mm-hmm. the whole competition, then yes, so a three or four English. And the
0: thing about it is Alter that after nineteen, yes, Christ, and they used to congregate in my room because my um, roommate was Miss Argentina. Mm-hmm. She did not get her luggage on time.
1: Oh no! So
0: naturally, I shared my stuff with her. I shared with my clothes with her. Wow, that's nice. So then, anyway, um, I don't know what happened. They didn't like miss my friend, Miss Trinidad, because they felt she was mean. She was kind of mean. She was a little mean she to them. A, I I thought she was she a, little a little too mean much mm-hmm. too, you know. But it was just her game face.
1: Is it is it that when you when you because I mean I'm I'm guessing you went to a few pageants well right mm-hmm. over your lives, is it that you feel that? that kind of way brings out the best in the person like for example that getting like you know I'm gonna kill these bitches in here <laughs> kind of vibe I'm, I'm just describing that attitude mm-hmm. do you think that when people have that sort of bravado that they go out and they perform better um
0: not really not really for me I think that what you put out is what you get back mm. And I think that if you go into something with good heart and good intentions, intentions. it's going to come back to you. But, it's, you know, sometimes it doesn't always work out that way. Mm. Sometimes you, you still lose as the good guy. Correct. You know? correct and correct. Um, For me, with the pageant, I didn't win. I didn't place. But when I look back at it, probably maybe I wasn't ready. I yet. never saw myself as a pageant person. Mm, I mm. never because I would never wear weave. Oh, wow. I would never wear weave. So you natural? I have natural? worn it because I have worn a weave before a fashion show twice. Twice. Uh-huh. Twice in my life. And I would take them out like the next day. Because you don't like them? No, I don't like them. I don't like weave in my hair. My hair is too good for weave. Oh, <laughs> Oh,
1: my God. <laughs> that is the bravado there. That is the so, kill them spirit. I never really,
0: you never really saw myself as, as a pageant as a, girl. People used to always... I remember Lloyd Lazar saying to me... One day I was at Department of Culture and I used to go... I don't know why, but I used to go to the Department of Culture a lot when I just started working at the Observer. It's so funny because our office was on Lozac Road where Dr. Drew's office used to be. Okay, mm-hmm. That's where mm-hmm. the Observer was. And Department of Culture is where, right there, um, you know where Cindy is on Kion Street yes. mm-hmm. upstairs. Oh, okay. That okay. was Department of, of Culture.
1: Culture. Uh-huh. But it's so funny ago.
0: that yeah, that was a long time ago. When it moved, the Observer went there.
1: Oh!
0: But I used to always be, be up there. The, up here. I used to always be up there. I've seen many things. I've seen people be assaulted in my presence. No I almost way. became a witness.
1: Yes. And you mean inside the, the, the development of culture? No,
0: not with culture, with the Observer, but in, in the same office. Oh my God. I've seen it. It was traumatizing.
1: But how long, how long did you work for the Observer?
0: Okay, so I started working in 2001 and then I left 2003. 2003. But I started working part time for SKN Vibes in, in 2002. 2002. Mm-hmm.
1: But how did, I mean, how did you find time for that? I mean, you said that you were working from well, 8 in the morning to yeah, 12. Yeah, well,
0: sometime, not all the time. I think when a sense knocked into me, I stopped doing you, that. You to put up some boundaries. I was very much in love with journalism, and I just wanted to be around it. I wanted to be in a newsroom. Mm-hmm. Lisa Eddy was like someone that I looked up to. Mm-hmm. She worked at said um, as ZAZ. well mm-hmm. before. She was someone that I looked up to, who I learned from. Who i got tough from like you have to be tough, tough. when you're a journalist because reporter because people are gonna say all sorts of things. things yeah they're gonna throw all kinds of things at you you might be having such a good day or a good time and, and as soon as you come out to do your wonderful job that you love somebody's gonna say some nonsense n- nonsense mm. at you gonna try it at you and it's gonna be like oh my god so you had to learn how to not let those things affect, affect you, you.
1: Mm, keep um, a straight face anyway.
0: I also was working in the court. So yeah. I was the court reporter when Lisa left.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah,
0: Lisa left to study and um, I was the court reporter. I didn't have experience in the court. They were training someone else for the court. And then, next thing you know, they said she wasn't ready and I must go. And I ain't nothing. About how this court I know proceeding? How, how we go? But. I enjoyed it because I used to just get so much jokes. And oh I like, my! God. I was like, it was entertaining. Oh my God! This, this is just, this is my front page stories. Straight up. Yeah, and that's what I wanted. I wanted front page stories. I don't know if it sounds harsh or heartless. no,
1: it doesn't. It just, I guess, I guess that that is the moniker of success in that field. It's like mm-hmm. I've I've written sixteen front page stories so mm-hmm. far. So that's a big deal.
0: And then the observer changed their front page. They would do that from time to time and change mm-hmm. the whole layout of it.
1: They, and so I'm, I'm guessing you weren't happy about they, that.
0: No, they had like a section where they were now just like a picture would have been the front page.
1: Oh, It oh.
0: had none to do with the writing, writing. on it, but just, just a, a picture. Slap. Yeah. So then... I did my photojournalism training, so I knew what type of pictures to look for. To
1: get that to front get page. To get for the
0: front page, and so that's what so, I continue doing.
1: So even when, even when the system changed, mm-hmm. you yourself I just adjusted. I tried adapt.
0: Yeah, it was so easy back then. You're young, you don't have any kids to worry about. Bam, you're you do free, it. You're free, you know, you could do anything. Now, as a mom, I have to think twice, you know, about because I touch, have man. to think about my kids. And your time...
1: And effort energy. <laughs> right. So 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 you learned you learned to go do photojournalism and mm-hmm. then you said that you were working part-time with SKN Vibes. SKN
0: like, Vibes. So then I met SKN Vibes because of modeling. So how the, how, I used to model, right? Uh-huh. And um one of the clients of the agency was this lingerie store. Now lingerie people were racy. kinda like Ooh, lingerie and am not confident a lot of girls were like oh i'm not confident i Enough don't want to do that, it uh-huh. whatever but you so
1: you so i well
0: i wasn't confident i didn't know what i had back then i didn't know the great body i had back then. <laughs> so <laughs> you, you know? were a wheel i was not a wheel so that so when she when the lady was like okay i want you and you to pose in my lingerie for my web page. Intro- SK and Vibe was now introducing web pages for businesses.
1: Wow. Back then, uh-huh. yeah.
0: So they were offering, like, they would take the pictures and they would put it on the page and people could, you know. Yeah, they were introducing the internet. Correct, basically, to the people. Basically, to the businesses and stuff. So that's how I met them. We went at this house in Frigate Bay, this beautiful home. Uh-huh. And... We were being photographed
1: around the, the different the development, the, oh, the house, the home, path. in mm-hmm.
0: the pool, and so on. And so, one of the guys were talking to me like, "What do you do and stuff?" And I said, "Well, I, I'm a reporter. I work. I'm a writer or whatever." And he, and he was like, "Really? You are right. And we're looking for a, a writer. writer and one thing wow. led to another. Another and, and I was doing stuff there. Yeah, you're right. So I did a blog, oh, and I, did. I didn't know it was a blog back then. I didn't know. When i didn't know was. it was it didn't have that name but basically what i did is whenever i went out on the weekend i take pictures with people of uh, popular people and i would write about the weekend that i had what and the weekend in St. Kitts? yes that's what i used to do when i used to work at Eskin vibes i used to blog about the weekend and
1: if I saw Kusha
0: Banki at the party. I would take a picture with Kusha Banki and mention him. And it was called My Crazy Life.
1: My Crazy Life.
0: But with an S. Crazy.
1: My Crazy?
0: Yes, because. Uh, um, like Scrazy. So Jevon Manchester. You know, Jevon Manchester. Uh-huh. Jevon Manchester and Ron Archibald, you know, they used to sing or uh, rap back yeah. then. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so they both did a song called it's crazy mm-hmm. i think and they will sing uh, this time to me whatever it's crazy, crazy right yeah but i said it's crazy so much i started it's a saying song. Scra- it's crazy crazy and right? so they did this, that song <laughs> and then i took the word from their song
1: and then made, made it, it my, my crazy life, life. Uh-huh.
0: yeah because it was supposed to show Somebody who is young, exciting, going here and there, having it works fun. Works on so many levels, though. Like, if you think about it,
1: that simple thing works on so many levels because my Scrazy could be um, my Sue crazy life. Mm-hmm. It could be my Eske crazy life. So, it could
0: be so many things. So I used to call myself Scrazy
1: Sue. Oh, Scrazy Sue, <laughs> Jesus, peace.
0: Yeah, so that would been, that would have been my signature Scrazy Sue. <laughs> Love always, Scrazy Sue. Uh, something like that oh wow i used to get fan emails one i remember one of them and i remember the girl she loves anything saying kids and local because she doesn't live here anymore and uh-huh. she was like i want to see more of the outings and not about what Suleika and her friends are up to every weekend oh <laughs> no i know but it, it was funny because she would not stop um looking at
1: the the the, the stuff yeah Yeah. she would not stop she's
0: all. she's a fan yeah
1: she's a fan but she just like she wants to to see more impose her will
0: and and i and i appreciated the feedback i didn't i didn't um and i tried to show her more of of people and stuff
1: what was the feedback back then because you said that um when you were working for the laundry company that you had to you know you know, posing the lingerie, lingerie and, so and like, what was the feedback from that? Like, in, especially seeing that we live in in a very small place. Like, well, I don't even it? think my
0: mother knew about it. Thank God. Oh no, <laughs> she's not on the, She wasn't on the, <laughs> the internet. internet. She had no interest on the internet. I don't think anyone in her circle really
1: saw Yeah. So it didn't blow up like anything. it didn't.
0: No, it didn't. Oh, not in their age range, probably. Correct. The younger people side. Um.
1: Did it impact did it impact your your career at all as a model? As a were you seen as like kind of like a brave?
0: Well, I always wanted to be seen as more than a face and a body. Oh. I wanted people to know that I was intelligent and I had opinions. So that was always something that I tried to push along. So even if the talk came up about oh, she's in lingerie or swimsuit and trying to have a negative um, mm. tone towards it, I would always try to, you know, bring across that I'm not just that. That. that There's more to me. And it's okay if I do that and And still still be this. You're an intellectual. I'm a writer. I'm not just
1: a pretty face.
0: Yes. And I feel like I had to keep pushing that for the years of my life because people still would say, model, um supermodel, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, like, that kind you are... of thing. And I'm like, okay, you can say like writer or report. Well they do, they do say report reporter or
1: on occasion. But yeah. But the thing is how in terms of your SKN vibes, you know, you match into SKN vibes being full time, like how was that experience? Like why why did you shift from observer. SKN vibes and observer to just SKN vibes?
0: Okay, well, so what happened is so in two thousand three, I don't know what was happening, but I started to feel burnt out.
1: You did, yeah. In 2003? I
0: mean, if you're working till twelve o'clock in the yeah. night, and then there was some so much other stuff that was going on, mm-hmm. and I just started to feel burnt out. So and I, even on the weekends I quit my job. you were working. I quit my job. Huh?
1: Even on the weekends you were still working.
0: Yeah, because you know if something happens, then, then you, you have, have to, to be go. the uh, so you so, take pictures. Yeah, I started to feel like. I'm not happy Happy. doing this anymore Mm. for some reason. And then, so I quit. I didn't have a job. And then my mother was like, People don't quit jobs and they don't have a next job lined
1: up. That's what she said to me. Which is usual conventional wisdom. Oh, yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. That's true. That's
1: true. That's true. People (laughs) usually get something else and then move.
0: So but I, I didn't I was young and naive and didn't know much. So anyways.
1: So you one quit day both I was walking.
0: Them? No no no. Just the, just just the observer. observer, but I just for some reason I didn't go by SKN, SKN Vibes.
1: Birds. So you stopped so wait, wait. So when you quit observer.
0: I don't know what was happening then, but I wasn't in contact with SKN Vibes.
1: Or at that time. Maybe
0: I wasn't sending stuff or something. I don't know. And then one day I was in town, and the guy saw me. And it's like, we trying to reach you, like, where you been? And then I was like, yeah, I don't work Observer anymore. And they were like, you working anywhere? I was like, no. And they were like, okay, well, we have a job for you, and come Monday. Just so, so, not an
1: interview, nothing. But I mean, they already proved they already knew me of me, you know what I can
0: do. So Mm -hmm. I went to work there. And then, so that was two thousand three, full time. And then two thousand five, I got burnt out again.
1: In two years, why? Yeah.
0: What happened? I don't know. But then Observer came back and offered me more money. So <laughs> I'm being honest. <laughs>
1: that's that's usually the play.
0: So we need you back. And then it felt more structured.
1: Oh, it did. Mm-hmm
0: there was a new editor mm-hmm. um saju engalo mm-hmm. and he knew exactly what he wanted me to do okay which was entertainment
1: okay so you could focus on that and not on just have entertainment, to entertainment yes go to the, the court and then come back and yeah. celebrate your story and then yeah. go to SKN vibes it's mm-hmm. a lot mm-hmm.
0: so so i took it esk vibes did not like that i left oh no they didn't like that all the stuff that i built with them you know, I just it's
1: kind of dropped just it, like
0: that, yeah, like a hot potato. Like, yeah, but um,
1: and you didn't you didn't tell them that hey look, I have another offer over here for them to like.
0: Yeah, I think I did tell them, but they couldn't match it at the at time. the time. They okay. couldn't match it, and I think that's what hurt them that at the time they couldn't match it mm-hmm. and. They knew that they, they really wanted me there, but they couldn't.
1: They couldn't do it. But then you said you were burned out anyway, so it, it wasn't... I
0: think, yeah. It, was, it wasn't like you were leaning I was, on... I don't even know what was happening with me back then, but I knew that uh, my mother was sick.
1: Oh, she was sick? My
0: mother was sick. My mother was... Um, my mother died the next year,
1: 2006. Oh, no.
0: So my mother had gotten cancer and... Um, everything was dwindling down from there
1: but then maybe that's maybe that contributed maybe that's what because I she I as see. she's being sick you're, you're not fully engaged and mm-hmm. you're trying to do two things think about two things at the same and that's a big thing to think about
0: that's it was very hard um it took a toll on me because i lost weight and i was already slim when my mother died, I was, like, 110 pounds. Nowhere. I'm serious.
1: But so you're not, like, 5'9 or something? I'm,
0: like, 5'8 and a half, yes. Yes.
1: 5'8 <laughs> and a half, okay. So just a voyage. Just
0: um, yeah, so at the time, I couldn't believe that's, like, how much. Like, when I look back, yeah. I can't believe, like, that's how thin pounds. I was. And at that time, so after my mother's funeral... mm mm-hmm like the next day I went to a tryout for modeling. They were introducing um, like a version of America's Next Top Model. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were yeah, introducing yeah. that here. ZIZ was
1: Z I Z, I was working there at the time. Is Yeah, I think it's SKM Next Ashley Top Model. Allers Ashley Alloz was, was involved. Ashley was involved. And Charles was shooting it from Ziz, the camera uh-huh. guy. Yeah, I remember that so well. I our rem- lives did intertwine at some point.
0: <laughs> yeah, so so you I you're enjoyed. I enjoyed my experience there. I didn't win our place, but the feedback that I got from persons mm-hmm. like in society was amazing because I was letting my voice heard. So whenever they had topics to talk about and discuss,
1: mm-hmm. I was discussing was them. Oh wow! I
0: don't know why, but models did not want to they were afraid of speaking
1: I always I always worry like th- this is my biggest worry I want to have a girl child right mm-hmm. that's that's like a big thing for me right mm-hmm. if I don't if it's a boy it's fine if he mm-hmm. listens to this, um son I love you anyway um, but I've always wanted to have a girl child but my my, my biggest issue is I don't want my child to ever feel like being pretty is the only thing. Yeah. Like I need you to have some substance beyond the pretty. So if Mm -hmm. the pretty ever wears off, Mm -hmm. that you Mm -hmm. have something else to fall back on. I need to have business sense and you have to have an intellect, intellect, Mm -hmm. your vibes, be able to read a room, social intelligence. These things are very important,
0: you know, and have a, a deep understanding of, of life and philosophy. And so, for, so that's how I was uh, or am still. But back then, I wanted my voice to, to be, be heard. heard. I wanted to have discussions. And I, I was when I said interview, I'm like yes, yes, I'm coming. And, and the and, other
1: girls were like, oh. like,
0: yeah, they were like <sighs> that for real. In fact, the winner of the competition, she had a speaking.
1: Um, assignment. Yeah,
0: uh-huh. she 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 sent me instead.
1: Really, that's yeah. why she wanted to just avoid talking. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess she was
0: she she don't. So it's not her mm-hmm. way or her field. wheelhouse, Yeah. And so she she, she was okay enough with me. And so you see, that's women empowerment. Yeah. Because she could have gone. Correct. She could have gotten somebody else, but she chose me from the competition. The competition. Who yeah. Was com- you know. And so I appreciated that. I don't think I got to speak
1: though. It Something
0: didn't, happened. Something and happened, and I didn't get to it. speak.
1: Do you think? Do you think models at the time were, were respected at all? Do you think that they had? I
0: think so. I think so. But I don't think that people understood what models could be or mm. what they should be. But yeah, man, when I look back at Kyra Griffin, Winyl Pereira, oh, wow. and all those names back them, these are women that I saw in the modeling growing circuit. Up. Yeah. because I think um I started modeling kinda late, even though you may think Yeah, so yeah I started modeling in two thousand one. People were done modeling for be, years. Be, yeah. Like the mother was okay with them modeling. Not mine, but their mothers were. What was your so. mother
1: like very like was she very religious? Is it that? She or? was
0: a Christian. Okay, yeah. Maybe so that's then, it. when this guy came, so when I had my first opportunity to go overseas to Barbados, uh-huh. my mother said no. What? Yeah, she said no. She said before something
1: happened to you. Oh, <laughs> that's how she was. I mean, I do understand the concern, but at the same time, that's a big opportunity. Eventually, she she around.
0: let me go because someone else had to come in and. And he talk said, to her? you never know what what she could become, you know. She could put sink on the and map and all those things. So she said, okay, okay. and then... Um, Reluctantly. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's so funny that my mom made uh, some outfits because she was a seamstress. Uh-huh. Um, a competition that I entered and I, that I won mm-hmm. in the BVI, my mom made the outfits for me reluctantly like oh she boy. Real, like
1: i thought by she, that time she would have already gotten over it
0: kind of but it's just not some she's she was such a sweet lady like she never really <sighs> would
1: gravitate deeply that, yeah
0: or roughly express things she would still be there for me mm-hmm. but it just wasn't she would prefer you know if, you if i went to church every sunday correct and that correct kind of correct thing.
1: correct i think my mom is the same <laughs> You prefer and if so, I go to church every Sunday,
0: yeah. And not so go to the gym. I did. I did. Um, I won that competition. I won all the segments in that competition. What you flushed the and whole I thing? Did it, yeah, and I was. I was like me because I had so much issues preparing for the show.
1: Like what? Like what? What? what was happening like, for this sweep of a show that you did?
0: So in two thousand
1: four,
0: uh-huh. um. Somebody contacted SKN Vibes about models coming for a competition there. And so naturally, my bosses would, you know, give me the link. Mm-hmm. And then I shared it with the other models that I know. Correct. And so, yeah, we were on our way to it. I My father is from the BVI.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. My mom
0: used to live there. So I'm accustomed to go. Okay. Um, I visit. always want to go. I always want to see my family. So I went a week before. Mm-hmm. So the so I had to meet. I guess the Friday with everybody. That's when everybody was coming in. But I went the, I
1: Saturday, the Saturday before. before mm-hmm. Right. Spent some time. So
0: before. I I went to spend time with my grandmother. I went to show my outfit. She's like, "You're gonna model in that." Like it was a next person again i was meeting <laughs> like <laughs> my mother in st kitts and then now my grandmother, grandmother there and then
1: in in the bvi so my
0: grandmother told me straight up that she's a christian so she don't really believe in these things but she wished me all the best
1: oh wow that's very mature <laughs> that that's, that's incredibly so, mature uh-huh.
0: um i guess the show was really well advertised mm-hmm. um because
1: a lot of people
0: a lot of people were there, and every time I and then um, there was some, a couple people. The majority of people were from Saint Kitts. Oh, really? Yeah, a lot of Saint Kitts people went down for this show. For this show. The the guy, the male who won, he's from Saint Kitts. Oh. And,
1: uh, so it was a male and female show?
0: A male and female modeling competition. I didn't even know there was Top male... model competition.
1: I didn't even know they had males, like, like. I mean, I knew there were male models, but I didn't know they had male modeling shows.
0: Competitions,
1: yeah. What? Like, a, I, I mean, it's not a, and it's not a bodybuilding show. It's no, it's not a, fashion bu- and it's fashion and... modeling. But- and so. And it was well, like, like participated. Like, you had lots of participants it in
0: had it? had a good amount. The fellas? We had, like, about eight guys. Eight? That's a lot? Yeah. yeah oh, wow. Like, okay, guys. Because S- we had a couple from, well, um, maybe four from St. Kitts. Four? Four or five went down. Yeah, it was a lot. Like, Vaughn.
1: Anslin. Uh-huh.
0: He went. be Lapsi I went. I remember Beacon no um, This guy named Stenet went. Stenet is who won.
1: Oh, wow. For
0: the males. Um, Alex, he lives here, Mm. but he speaks Spanish. Mm -hmm. He went as well. Wow. And then they had a um, a guy from Antigua and I think somebody else from the BVI. Okay. And then there was a a female from St. Vincent. There was...
1: People so it was really well supported. It's like a, a, almost a regional thing, but think it it's
0: a, Yeah, but mostly think its, it's okay. contestants.
1: So then you said that you went and you met with them on Friday.
0: Oh, right. So I didn't get to do... I think they had something to do Friday, but I didn't get to do it because I came over late from uh-huh. Virgin Garda. Okay. Till Tartal, I came over late. Um, so I felt a little like, oh, yeah, like yeah. missing things. Correct. Um, and then we had a welcome party. Gat Archibald was there as the yeah. photographer.
1: There you go, Gat. In the <laughs> game um, long. Mm-hmm.
0: And then um, Gat was like... So after we did the, f- so the so-so mm-hmm. from, for this competition, I, I love to go all out. I, I love to go all out. And I'm creative in a way. Mm-hmm. I said, I need crochet. I need crochet stuff done.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And... I think it was quite on pension, gave me this magazine, this visitor magazine
1: uh-huh. to look at
0: swimsuit ideas. Correct, correct. <laughs> As I told you, I used to be at the culture department a lot. And so when I saw it, I was asking my friend, I need somebody who can
1: do this, who can make this, crochet mm-hmm. this.
0: And then she introduced me to this lady who introduced me to this next lady from St. Martin who who will come sing it from time to time. Her mm-hmm. name is June. And June was so amazing. I, June, uh, crocheted my two swimsuits. What? And I mean. In in what, like a week? No. One of them couldn't fit me. So she had to take it down and do it over. So in the night, I had to be there waiting. It's like after 11 in the night, my flight is the next day. And we were really trying to fix it. Then she ran out of material, So she had to use a different yellow. Mater- oh, my Christ. So then I was like, oh, my God. This going like, to look bad. Oh, this going look Oh, my. But then I don't, I don't bring across that stress to people. Okay, correct. I would, you, take that's internalized. That. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so she finished. I thanked her so much. And then I went with them and I said, well... If I win, I win, I'm just gonna try my, my best. best. Uh-huh. And so for the welcome party that they had, they wanted the models to model. And so I'm we modeled swimsuit, they wanted to model swimsuit. I wore the yellow, this yellow crocheted swimsuit that had a different color. Around the, the, by the waist. Because uh-huh. that's the part that couldn't fit to come up. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh my God, everybody's going to see that it's such a horrible swimsuit. Like how, you know, and then it was kind of too small. Oh, Still, wow. I had to like squeeze in myself. It. And it wasn't the most comfortable
1: swimsuit. Swim mm-hmm. Right. Anyway. They loved after it. I,
0: they loved it. Gat was like, if you bring anything close to that, you win the show that's why he told me i was like what like this, spoil. this was good
1: every spoiler was style. there uh-huh. she was
0: a judge and she told me the same thing like she told Beautiful. me like you know you were really good and i think that night she asked me to join her modeling agency really she was just starting winnell model management uh-huh. WMM. And so, yeah. And so she asked me to join mm. that night, even before I had won. Oh, wow. So the judges were like Calvin Southwell from Antigua, Wyniel, um, and then I can't really remember the, the others, others, but I remember those, those two because of, I know mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. And every time I came on stage, the crowd was screaming, and I was like, "Why is the cr-? in my head? I'm like, Why is the crowd screaming?" Because you already won the wrong is uh, there? No, yeah. You know. And then I just heard my name the three times as the winner, and I couldn't believe. What? I could not believe. Like,
1: wow! That you I was it. the
0: most unprepared person. I didn't think I had the best stuff to model, but for some reason, you know, I <laughs> I did it.
1: Let me ask you this. Um, while you were having your model career from like the seventeen to this time, mm-hmm. like was like exercise also so a part of like your regiment?
0: Well, uh, luckily I was always naturally slim. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have to do much. But yes, I did do exercise because there was this young lady who wanted to carry, who wanted some model, a model to go with her to the BVI. Uh-huh. And she contacted me because... She heard me speaking on Junie Liebert's show. Remember, I told you I did the um, so when I was doing the model competition, Correct. top model competition, you and were I used talking. to like to talk, yeah. So, Junie had invited me to do his morning show, what, yeah, his Saturday morning show.
1: Uh-huh. And
0: so, I went on, so then she heard me on this show and she was like, I like this girl, this guest, this is. person, yeah, I want this person. She seems to have the right stuff. stuff about modeling and. So then she worked at a gym mm-hmm. and she was like, I can give you a discount. You can get a discount, but you have to come. My boyfriend is going to pick you up and bring you. And this was at Birdwalk, the gym at Birdwack. The Rock. gym at Birdwalk, yeah. But different owners at the time, back okay. then. Mm-hmm. And so I did that and she was giving me protein shake. <laughs> what to drink because the show that we were going for was like a bodybuilding show
1: so you went into a bodybuilding no, show so? just to model
0: it was just a fashion show but it included
1: like they be yes okay cool so, so so it was you had to you had to see him like you had the athletic frame Yeah, so there was fit. a
0: bodybuilder from Saint Kitts, michael powell i think his name is mm-hmm. he went to model as well and flex Correct. on the runaway and.
1: I mean, so how so? This was the first time that you got into like gym training. Yes. So how was that? How I was don't that?
0: like Jimmy You don't like gym. I'd be tired. Yeah. I'd be there and I'd be like, oh my god, I got how these guys could do all those things that I can... By being but, tired. But, <laughs> but, but um, um the guys at the gym were, you know, they were friendly, they would help out. And mm-hmm. they would be, I think they had this thing where people only came to the gym when they were going in for a show.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we still have that thing. Oh, my gosh. Or, or when carnival is coming. <laughs> when carnival is coming, so, the gym is full. It's like you can't get a machine. Uh-huh. There's like... A hundred ladies in there at least, (laughs) and it's annoying. I mean, the thing is, for me, I don't think it's annoying, it's Mm -hmm. just predictable. Mm -hmm. You know, you know, come November, you're gonna just have two months of gym that are just Mm -hmm. full. (laughs) But anyway, for those of us who stay on from January uh, morning on, uh,
0: lucky you guys. I mean, I've tried, I've so I would do like, um. The aerobics. Aerobics,
1: yeah. So you like aerobics more than you like uh, no. lifting weights. You know who and you stuff.
0: used to teach aerobics? Barry C. Barry C? Barry Crankston. Barry, 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 Barry used to teach aerobics, yes, no. Barry where? used to teach aerobics. Barry? Yes. On the restaurant. Yes, Barry's. Yes, Barry used to teach. And you know, you got you better do what Barry say in the aerobics, you know. You can take no rest and it was good. Really? It was, yeah, back then. Back then, the old, <laughs> old school. But the
1: thing is, I am, I am, I am two years younger than you, mm-hmm. and I can't imagine Barry teaching aerobics.
0: Yeah, Barry used to teach aerobics.
1: Truss used to teach
0: aerobics as well. I
1: know Truss. Yeah, but he still. He, I think he still does. Does he? St- I think he still does it. He does. I think he still teaches. Like he does gym more now. I think. A friend of mine told we me that We might be was talking
0: good. about a different trust. We might be. Edmund trust. I'm talking about. I don't know a his first older name. Man. I don't know his first name. Okay. He, he, he might be a, a different trust. Which I think true. he was around
1: um, Barry's age. Age. No, no, no. no? It's a younger okay. person. Okay. okay. All right. Well, trust. trust I guess, is a f- famous popular name. So, like, when you went back to um, Observer, because mm-hmm. you went back to The Observer. Yeah, I went in, back to The Observer to do
0: entertainment stuff. This. So then my thing was, but you know what? Before I went back to the Observer when I was there from 2001, I met Masood Saliki. Oh, wow. Masood came in the office and I was like, oh, my God. Because he had just released his the debut album a mm-hmm. couple months back. I think it was in March, but I wasn't there. Mm-hmm. So, Clive Backus had did the review. It was such a nice review. Like oh, wow. I was like, oh, my God. Like, I admired the writing. Uh-huh. And... So Masood came came in the office and, um, you know, people just used to walk in the office when they had like a story. They never used to call ahead or
1: make <laughs> no. appointments. He's like, no, no. Just walk in. <laughs> I come here to get into an interview. <laughs>
0: and so when uh-huh. I saw him, I was like, oh, my God. And then he went to Mr. Bakker's office, and then Mr. Bakker's, come on, Sulika, let me introduce you. To this Mas- is Masood and uh-huh. I, in my head, I was like, yes, yes. <laughs> I get to Talk interview Masood Sadiqi. Mm-hmm. And we developed a friendship from there. Correct. We developed a friendship. He kept, kept me abreast with everything that he was doing. Wow. So he when was symbiotic. So, mm. so, so, yeah. So he was with a band in Nevis. Mm-hmm. Caribbean Roots, I think.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I Him remember Him and Jazzy. Jazzy. I, yeah.
0: I met them and we were all good. We were all good. We even met again. I had to do an interview in Nevis with a
1: TV show. Was it tempo or no? No, no. no. Something it was a-, a
0: local. NTV was doing something, oh, okay. and I went to be interviewed. And while I was there, waiting, Masood also was, was coming doing in the interview as well.
1: So wow! And this was all while you were working at the Observer. While
0: I was working at the while I was working at the Observer, or oh, while I was being a journalist, I met so many, many people. amazing people. I had so many amazing experiences. I also met Samal. I knew you as well. Yes, you yes, used yes, yeah we were singing. To, yes, we used to sing. I, I used to yeah. Band, I remember you um, you band. were flirting with my friend. Who <laughs> I know I see I know I see you blinking at my friend in the crowd. You know, you guys had you in sync type of boy yeah, band back then. We, we, yeah, you was you guys called had landscape. a show. Yes, yeah. you guys had a show at Bassey High Auditorium.
1: Yes, we did. Yes, we yes. did. And, I, and I, re- I was flirting with somebody. I, re- I, I,
0: I think I see you winked at somebody. I was, like, okay. I was so scared up with I, I, can't like, okay, remember. I can't even remember. <laughs> I can't <laughs> For real? remember. What? No, y'all didn't look scared.
1: We're we not supposed to look scared, but by every time I hit that stage, I was mm-hmm. like, I was completely like.
0: I always remembered you. Yeah. I was like, Kimberly, that guy was like. Oh no, I called her name. Uh,
1: I don't even know who that is. <laughs> I was is.
0: like, this guy is looking at you. But anyways. Yeah, well, I all met of us Samal, so Samal. Samal was also yeah. had a group, P Cube. Yeah,
1: P Cube. And they and performed
0: then, that Bastier High.
1: I think they eventually they started calling themselves the Embassy, I think.
0: The Embassy yeah, afterwards. The afterwards yeah. So when I saw them performing, I went to I told Mr. Backus I'm going to cover. But I say, are you having a concert? Yes. I'm going to cover it. Uh-huh. I'm going to do something good. I'm going to write about what the young people are doing.
1: doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well. No, no.
0: Miss. So the next day, Mr. Bacchus asked me, so how was the show? I said, well, I don't even know. There isn't much because there was a fight. And he said, well, that's your story. Oh. Like, oh, my God. <laughs>
1: <laughs> when life gives you lemons, you make so, lemonade.
0: So I had to write about the fight. The fight and mm-hmm. it was one, somebody from Samal's group. Yeah. And mm-hmm. the, Mike, the host.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: I remember it exactly. Yeah. I and think we
1: had already performed, so we kind of like stepped up. Yeah. And, and then we heard the commotion. And we're like, hit the road, boys. <laughs> so... Man, you know, that was so. That's such that great was so great. I remember the concert, man. Yeah, I remember the concert. That was before Bastia. It was like, well, it's shut down, it shut no, down now, but before it was renovated. It was and Bastia. So, it was Bastia. Bastia, Hall, Hall, yeah, know? man.
0: I I did a whole production when I was leaving school. Mm-hmm. We, you know, we had one of our shows, and I did a play. I wrote a, a play, play and had people practicing and oh, stuff
1: whoa. like that yeah so you were always into writing then
0: always since i was nine since i was nine years old since i, I, I was nine i would be writing what my magazine would have in uh-huh. different story because i used to read a lot of uh, magazines. magazines for some yeah. reason they were in my possession when i was nine mm-hmm. so i would see a lot of different articles stuff and stuff and like I couldn't make this petition. Correct. Couldn't make this sink. It you at and I'm nine. Like, Yes, yes, definitely. And I always remembered my mother saying to someone. I guess one of my uncle, a friend, mm-hmm. like a uh, uncle. Like I would call him uncle. Mm-hmm. Be like so, so, so. What is um. Okay, y'all gonna hear my nickname. It's Foodie.
1: Foodie! Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God! So... So, what is Foodie doing?
0: What is Foodie doing? Writing all the time. And my mom... I remember my mom say, I'm not sure, but she's always writing... And my uncle, he used to work at the printer at the time. So he would bring home all these different colored papers.
1: Oh, so you could so write. So I
0: would love. So I phoned. I would write. Right. I would take them up and I would write different things. I would oh always my. be writing. That's the only thing. I wish I had some of my early work of writing. Really? And I wrote a lot during my high school years. I wrote a lot of poetry mm-hmm. during high school. I wrote a lot of poetry that's when i started modeling i wrote a play for us to do as models we never got to do
1: it but but you still have you had it i
0: have it Mm -hmm. at home still and um wow did i write some and yes and so that's how i got into writing at the observer all these different types of um, fictional stories because i was always writing
1: i'll hit you with something me and you are not as different as <laughs> we seem mm-hmm. like when I was, when I was in high school, I used to write a lot of, I mean, I'll call them songs, but unfinished songs, mm-hmm. which maybe might just have a verse, a chorus, or uh, a verse, a chorus, maybe one, mm-hmm. verse, a half a verse, but I had a whole book and I went through about four of those books in wow. high school. Right, okay. Like, and I'm talking about the, the, the notebooks from page one, to just lyrics, 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 mm-hmm. lyrics, lyrics, lyrics. When I was in Fort Farm, I started writing this um, same, same, something similar. It, it was called Love Story, mm-hmm. right? And I used to type it out on the computer, mm-hmm. print it in the school, mm-hmm. and just distribute like three or four copies. I never put my name on it because uh-huh. just in case the teachers them find it, they can't trace it and say <laughs> it, right? And man, oh man, like I probably wrote about maybe 12 or 13 episodes. Wow. Right? Do you have that stuff? I don't have oh, it. I that's don't the thing. Yeah. I don't have it. The thing is I don't know if I want to read it I feel like I would just be embarrassed the whole Little, entire time. But it's, I
0: still want to see my uh, stuff. Oh
1: god. But but the <laughs> thing is what I didn't expect is when I wrote, when I wrote the first one mm-hmm. my peers loved it mm-hmm. and they would take this one piece of paper we had no phones we had mm-hmm. no like it wasn't a send around in a text mm-hmm. it was a physical sheet of sheets of paper with the writing on it no pictures nothing just love story and whatever mm-hmm. whatever Um, like edition it was like part mm-hmm. one part two part mm-hmm. three whatever and they would just, I would see my papers, them like in people's hand and they're reading it and they're passing it to the next. And I'm like, okay. And they're like, oh, you know, I wonder when, come, when the third one gonna come out. Like they would say oh, it open. And I'll be like, nice. okay.
0: So they didn't know it was you? A few people A few knew few it people was me, know. but not
1: everybody. everybody. Like some oh. people just knew where the link mm-hmm. was. Like, okay, I'll get this from Nikhil or Tishani, however. Mm-hmm. So I get it from these people, but they know who I am. Mm-hmm. But the people who gain it from them might not necessarily know I who I am. And people who didn't even like me. Mm-hmm. We're reading these things. Oh wow! And did not that know it was me was writing them. Writing They're just it. like, I wonder when the third one gonna come out. Uh-huh. This is sweet, boy.
0: Yeah. It's
1: just like so. Again, like when you're talking about stuff like, I'm, mm-hmm. I also started in journalism. twice so started at ZAZ. Mm-hmm. so I understand the go to work. Well, I used to go to work at six sometimes.
0: Wow. And
1: stay until eleven, thirteen at night. Wow. So then go home, bathe, sleep, just to get up, bathe, really? sleep, well, how and How old
0: back. were you back then? I
1: was. Just coming out of college, so I would have been 19, 18, 19. Wow. Started in 2005. Mm-hmm. I literally started about like, uh, five years Two after year, you.
0: Yeah. yeah. Four years, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. four years after
1: yeah. you, I was in the tucking. See,
0: I didn't, go, I didn't go CFPC, so that's why. You
1: were able to start to a little earlier. To go right away, yeah. The thing is, though, I remember when you were talking about um, it being demanding. I remember one time um, a supervisor had met me. Like, when I first started working at Ziz, he was like, you know when you come here, you ain't on a life, right? You ain't on a woman and none of that. Like journalism,
0: and they're saying this to what a nineteen they're saying year this to a nineteen
1: year old, old <laughs> who loves women. <laughs> <laughs> like, and I think, like when you get into those things, if you like journalism, because I did it not on the writing level, but on the filming and mm-hmm. and and editing Culture, level. Mm-hmm. So once again, to that you start to dedicate so much time to it. Mm-hmm. Like you're working. Almost every day, Mm -hmm. and your relationships are going to suffer.
0: Trust me, my my, and I could talk about this. My first boyfriend out of school. Oh, he was so. He used to be so annoyed by me because I used to always be working. Like I put work above a relationship, Mm -hmm. so it it didn't. The relationship didn't last. Mm-hmm. plus I was young I didn't know how relationship go so
1: it wasn't I, that big of a deal yeah I
0: I wanted to do what enough. I wanted to do but I mean he was very supportive so sometimes he would come by the office and sit with me while I'm there at
1: work. working yeah
0: yeah he would he used to do that but
1: I, I used to take up the bus and go up by a girl house at the end so <laughs> if I, like, I, I I know I know I could say no because mm-hmm. there's no repercussions to be had <laughs> But, like, I remember dating this one young lady and I would literally only meet her at 12 o'clock in the night. And it wow. wasn't it wasn't because I didn't want to meet her in the day. I wasn't being a cad. It was just that that's the only time I could get her. off. And, oh, like, wow. I would sometimes, like, willfully work a late shift so I could mm-hmm. get the vehicle two. so that I could go up by <laughs> her. And we would sit down. I don't even know how I got this energy. I would leave the house, like, t- 2 o'clock in the morning, Wow. to go home to come back to work for seven because seven? i had the bus oh, and wow. once you have the yes. bus yeah, you have to sure. bring it back like mm-hmm. you can't have the bus and not have it back by 6 mm-hmm. 30 so like mm-hmm. so i don't know i can't do that now i can't be out till the tree and wake up at six i can't i,
0: either. I remember i used to party i remember i party till like three four and then had a photo shoot at six I can't do that now and I won't advise it I to advise anyone. It. Don't do but that. I used to do it and I used to do it well. well
1: but then, <laughs> then then, then, the question be, the question is now, when you say you used to be burnt out, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that maybe, contributed maybe. to the burnt yeah, out. Yeah, because Mostly. I used to go out a lot. Plus,
0: I used to go Free. Of course, because no, you're a journalist. Exactly. God, I've never God. paid to go to the music festival, ever. You? You ever paid I've, to the music festival? I've
1: fast? paid one time. Mm-hmm. Every other time I've been working.
0: Yeah, I've never paid to go to the music festival. Even when I was given free... Tickets um, or whatever. Yeah, I would say, oh, no, I'm not interested. I don't want to go. That was last year. That was last year. But not in my younger days. No, no. Now, you my seen- younger days, I've seen... Marshall on the stage, and he was actually trying to call me and my friend on the stage. What? I would never go on no stage because I cannot dance. But the illusions, but I will make you think I can. Of course, of course, of course. (laughs) With vibes. But I can't, Uh but I can't dance. And I remember Marshall was down there like calling us up because he thought that we were doing something correct but you're just we were. D- i think it was a skirt if you wear a netball type of skirt yeah and you're, it just it looks it, like you're, you're doing dancing. something oh
1: yeah. no so that's what you used to get by <laughs> just like no. weird certain no. clothes <laughs> but, but i mean really, i guess that's fine
0: everybody you know what i accepted that i couldn't dance and mm. then people would say oh she's white like, oh got, really yeah like people say, that bad she danced like a white girl Yes, and it bad? wasn't true. It was not true. So you know people, have... but you know people love to exaggerate. Of course,
1: of course, they of love course. Love to exaggerate. So you do have rhythm then, kind of. Okay, cool.
0: Because if you I, don't have rhythm, then I go to the beat of my own drum. Oh boy, that is so. a white girl. <laughs> oh my God, so, that's like a baby so. just. <laughs> so listen, okay. Uh-huh. Like, but then, so, I've so, had... you, so you used to go to
1: the you used to go to clubs for the environment and the vibes, not. Cause some people go to the clubs for the music and the dancing. Yeah
0: and music. yes, I went for the music and dancing. Whether I could and trust me, I wanna be in the middle of that that dance floor. There's nowhere. Yes. If i if it's not too many people in there like showing up. I'm going to be in the middle of that, dance and so with everybody my friends.
1: And just having okay. fun.
0: One time, you know, Nelly song, Hot in Here. Hot in Here. Hot in so Here. So my friend, Kerry, we used to model together. <coughs> Kerry took off her shirt and was swinging it No way. Then Bobzy came and said, "Hey, put back on your shirt." What? He tapped on her shoulder and say, "Hey, put back on your shirt." So this was at Bobzy. So Bobzy used to have like a club at um, near Uncle T's. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Yeah, that was like a regular line. A regular vibe. Uh-huh. Friends.
1: So he actually said, "Don't." Do that at,
0: uh, yes, he actually went and he tapped her and he told her to put back put on back her on shirt. Your shirt. So
1: none of that, no, here.
0: But actually, there used to be modeling in there.
1: Oh, okay. okay. I used
0: to model in there. What? For for a brief moment, and then I stopped because I didn't like what it was becoming. Coming? Was it, it becoming, was becoming more... Yeah, like a strip like club vibe. Like I'm a stripper. Yeah, and I'm the people want to throw
1: money and want you to touch One them. One time a
0: girl actually came out topless with her chest painted or something. Oh, wow. Yeah, and I felt like, no, this is too much. So that was when I stopped. That was when you stopped? Doing it, because I didn't want to... Really, that wasn't the type of modeling that I wanted, that wanted to, do. to do. I was such a very serious model back then. Like mm. I was, if I'm going to be doing it, I have to do it to the best. To the I best have to I be mean. the best. And, and tasteful, mean,
1: not not like, not just for res- the sexualness. Respectful. Yeah, yeah,
0: respectful.
1: And... Um, but do you think that's lost now? Like, mm-hmm. like, like, people like you, like mm-hmm. people like you who like, okay, I model... Because to me, modeling is an art and a craft and a skill. Not that is I it? model because I just want people to, to, to so just... To
0: see me, like, look at me kind of thing. Kind of, it is. Especially when you have stuff like Facebook. Mm-hmm. Especially when you have now a lot of people are more taking pictures, yeah. like models. Yeah. They're doing a lot of model-inspired shoots. Yeah. And sometimes it's like, okay, well, what about the model? What are the, what are the models here doing 'Cause that's what they're supposed to be doing to build a portfolio. Correct. You know, that's what I used to try to do. I had a physical portfolio. I didn't really had much of these online things. So it. I still have two portfolio books at home with oh, wow. pictures, newspaper clippings, magazine tear sheets and stuff like that. What but the I traditional still, I have those portfolio. still at home. And um I wish it? I wish that models would be more serious about what they do now. And so I try to instill that. So if persons ask me to come and do a session with their models, I don't want it to be just a session. It has to be an empowerment session. I have to speak to them. Mm-hmm. Because when I had... I had a modeling agency, S Model Management. S
1: Model Management, yes, S-model I remember S Model Management. And mm-hmm. so when
0: I had S Model Management, that's what I wanted it. I wanted it to not just be a next modeling agency, but I wanted it to, to showcase empower. that we can do more as models. Mm-hmm. We can be spokespersons
1: for for, for businesses a cause, and so, of, of course and for, for causes. An yeah. important
0: cause Correct. and try to. You know, get others to be a part of that cause just because models are part of it. Just like when you have an artist or celebrity endorsing something, mm-hmm. you know, in the same way.
1: Correct. But then, then what did you accomplish that with S Model Management?
0: Um, I really tried. Maybe I did, but mm. for me, I don't feel satisfied. I have very high standards. Mm-hmm. And S Model Management was only for two years.
1: It's only two years? Yeah.
0: It seemed like longer, right? It did. Yeah, I felt it felt like you guys longer. were thriving like, for... Because we were always alone, doing stuff. Yeah. A lot of people wanted to join. I think at one point I had like 30-something models. 30-something? 30-something models at one point. And... But the vision that I had for S Model Management, which was is supreme and selective... Wow. Supreme meaning the best, Correct. top, and selective meaning like when we choose you, you know you are You're part being, yeah, of something, something great, great, exclusive, and right. Yeah, it's not
1: everyone, anybody.
0: And it's also right, and it's also from I derived it from two agencies in the U.S. Supreme models and select, select models. models. So that's where I got the it S from. Up, people mm-hmm. thought it was because of my name. Yeah, yeah. yeah, people used to think that. Um,
1: but then the thing is, you wanted to achieve um, models standing for more, but
0: yes, but and you, our theme,
1: our motto was stand out, stand out, stand out. So, so what did you want to achieve in that way that you didn't get to do when why it had to end? Because you it, you say it only lasted two, two years. Two years. Why did um, it have to end, and why? What didn't you achieve with it? Well. Is it that I people didn't that take it seriously? instead or?
0: of ending it, uh-huh. I should have taken a break.
1: Okay. Because
0: um, maybe I was feeling overwhelmed. Overwhelmed, yeah. Things weren't going exactly how I would have wanted them to be going. Mm-hmm. And it's really hard managing young women and men. Tell like, me about everybody it. Everybody comes with their own agenda. Everybody comes with their own understanding of what they think mm-hmm. they want out of it. Correct. Apart from what the, the vision that you're trying to instill in them or you're trying to show them. I mean, it had some crazy stuff happened in my agency oh my that God. I didn't like. I didn't like tree and stuff like that. What? And I'm like, no, this is not what I stand for.
1: So could, I, could I be honest with you? Mm-hmm. You know, I always thought that um, that, that promiscuity component was kind of models? attached to models. Like, so too like like and it's only because i could see you know guys are women are men who have money mm-hmm. kind of preying on models because you guys they
0: actually do
1: beautiful they so.
0: actually do um back then especially a lot of men who had money wanted to come at modeling shows
1: correct just okay. to kind of scout out and see who they could pounce on. Because the thing is, if you have a money incentive, if I have money mm-hmm. and I go to these shows, I could say, okay, well, you know, Silika is 19. Celica, yeah. suppose I give you $2,000, like, come up by my room. Uh,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I, I, like, I always felt like that was a And path. then the
0: next thing that they would do is try to entice you. Um, This company i work for we're looking for models to do this so we mm. want models to do that and then sometimes when you follow through you really see that it's really not it's not about what no. it's not that and you start to feel uncomfortable and that sort of thing but actually when i used to do like fashion shows overseas and stuff like that yeah that's what a lot of the models were about like hooking up hooking and up yeah that kind of thing um, I actually almost got in trouble when I was still 17, 18, and I went to the same Barbados, my first trip.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I was actually sending signs to a guy, our next model, and mm-hmm. he was very handsome. Mm-hmm. He was um, light skin. Not like my type is light skin, mm-hmm, but, but it, just just, just, just picture it. Uh, long locks. What? <laughs> light skin, muscular uh-huh. on stage. I mean, that whole vibe was just.
1: It's just amazing. Uh,
0: some of the other models had liked him, and mm-hmm. I wanted to like him too because, mm-hmm. and then. He came on too strong. Oh, he did. He did. uh, He he responded. He came on too strong, and it was just I couldn't handle that, and I had to just get away from from him. him. And so that was a situation that I learned from, and I know that no, this can never happen again. I could never put myself in this kind of situation Situation again.
1: again. So is it is it that from that point you never? try to like check for a model
0: i've never checked for a model really. <laughs> yeah, d- i think so i was you're just so following rolling? i don't know i'm i used to think like i don't really like male models because like people say like models full of themselves how can two people in a relationship be full of themselves
1: sure. <laughs> okay yeah, like point,
0: yeah. so so um i never really go for male models i didn't I didn't like muscular guys either. You don't, I don't like muscular find, guys? No. Look. I never really found muscular guys attractive. Only now, sometimes I'll say, like, oh, okay. Uh, he look kinda you look kind of cute. You got a nice body. Oh, he's chiseled. But, and that kind of thing. Even but even to that
1: guy's. But it, it's
0: not going to be something that draws, draws me, me to, to the, them. Draws oh, me to them. But amazing. I've seen that with women, and it's, it's interesting to observe that women really like that kind of thing.
1: But that's you know I always I I always ask like 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 when I see like super beautiful girls mm-hmm. like there's something about like extreme supermodels that'll be like okay maybe not that like I feel like there's gonna be a lot of things that come along with that that I might not particularly enjoy mm-hmm. so I I more like I like pretty women but I also like grounded pretty mm-hmm. women not like. Extreme.
0: Actually, one of my boyfriends was a model. Oh really? One of my boy. Yeah. Um.
1: I guess that didn't. How turn was out that well.
0: relationship?
1: Was he grounded? or
0: He used to ensure that he told me to make sure I look my best.
1: Oh wow! Every time I go, because it's it. You see that superficial well, maybe element. Knew,
0: maybe he knew that uh-huh. I just did not care.
1: Also, oh, so so wait. So what you're saying is when you're on stage. You're different to when you are in public normally?
0: Kinda, of, but then I'm also not that kind of groomed person. That's why I never went in from Miss Saint, Saint So Lloyd Lazar I was like, Oh, I thought you were one of the you're one of the contestants for Miss Saint Kitts." I wasn't even twen- I wasn't even eighteen yet, I was still seventeen. Oh, wow. But I was working and I was coming off very mature. True. And then I was like, No man, even old enough to go in and he was like, I thought you were at least twenty five. So I w- I also carried myself in this kind of mature, mature way I guess because I wanted people to take me serious Seriously. as a
1: journalist. Correct. So even your dress code as a journalist was probably was like, more
0: yeah like work clothes suits, suits and that, so, that uh-huh. kind of thing. Plus you know my mom used to sew, so sew, sew she could have oh made wow. So you could actually I get I the wanted, designs that you wanted. Wanted yes. What if, if she's gonna say she would say stuff like that's weird or. That's a strange outfit. But she
1: would still kind of oblige yes, reluctantly. Yes,
0: yes. But she would comment and say that she always thought that my style was weird. Weird. Or, or, odd, or, s- odd, odd, or yeah. odd. Yeah.
1: Because it was probably different for her time. From
0: different from her. But I mean, I've seen my mother in a pants, a pleated pants. I have a picture with my mom in a pleated, pleated pants. Pant. My, my mom was a real, I mean, she, she was gorgeous, huh? She mm. was a gorgeous woman. Wow. She was very, um, okay, like, not to sound. It's okay, it could sound okay, whatever. So, so she was light-skinned, my uh-huh. mother. And so back then, that was a thing. Correct. That was a thing, and she had extremely long hair. What she had, her hair was down to her breasts, like passing. Yeah, she had extremely long, straight hair. So then, you know, so that explains why
1: your hair is like that. Yeah,
0: yeah. even though I don't really see, but people would still. Yeah, your hair looks. Yeah, I don't really see it, but people would say so. Uh So my my grandfather is from Suriname. Oh. My grandfather you is from Suriname. You are a Suriname.
1: multicultural yeah, person. Yeah, my okay. grandfather mm-hmm.
0: is from Suriname. I've never been to Suriname, but I have um, family Family there. in Suriname. I have family there. I'm kind of in touch with one or two so of them. So you don't
1: have much family here then?
0: Kind of. And then I have my father's family. So yeah, so that's why I feel like I don't have, yeah, I don't really yeah. have much here. Correct. Like other people kind of envy that because... Oh. It's just my mother's side, m- her mother's, m- my mother's, my grandmother, my maternal grandmother, mm-hmm. her family. Is here. Is here.
1: But then, so, so you, you growing up, so you grew up in St. Kitts, like you were born. I grew
0: up in St. Kitts. I came to, I was born in St. Kitts. People think I'm not born here, but I was born in St. Kitts, but I didn't live here until I was five. Oh, okay. So I was overseas.
1: A lot. Okay. I was with Overseas. my grandmother. I oh, um, was with your grandmother father. in the BVI. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you for the first four or five years you were there, yeah. and then, and you then, came then my down. mother
0: wanted me back home and seeing kids. She was like, "Oh, I need to start going to school and mm-hmm. that sort of thing." And which my grandmother would have enrolled me in a school, but mm-hmm. you know, as a mom, you want your kids with you, and I'm the same way. I feel the same way. You want
1: your children in your you. You want your children with you. Correct. So, you know? so where you are No, because, I mean, you're with youth now, youth mm-hmm. employment. Like, do you do you miss anything from The Observer? Do you feel like maybe this I always,
0: is... I always do, but then it doesn't work. It doesn't work anymore. Yeah. A lot of things have changed. Completely. Um, media is not what it used to be now. And it hurts to see that. Like, it literally, it really, really hurts. And um, I don't know if it'll get better I, don't I think know that so. there are one or two people who want to try and do what used to be done not in the newspaper form but online mm-hmm. and I don't know if they're getting the traction. the people's interests have changed
1: correct They've and we changed. don't we we don't want to read as much as we used we to. We
0: don't want to read as much, and we are more prone to gossip mm-hmm. uh melee or. Confusion or
1: something it's, against it's the government
0: or yeah. that sort of thing.
1: It's a it, it, it's a seeking of entertainment versus seeking of fact.
0: And you know, so I was saying that I met Samal, and Samal used to come to our office all the time to do interviews. And even after the fight that I blowed up in <laughs> the Observer, <laughs> you up. he was happy for it. Really? But, why? Yeah, he told me so. He said that it gave them
1: Not he put them
0: he said he put them out there, and so it was not a negative thing. Cause I was like, "Oh my God, this I'm so young sorry, group." i yeah. so yeah. you, you know, gotta put them at the like, heat no, in that's the middle. Fine. And that's something that I loved about Samuel. He mm. would always take the negative and turn it into turn something, into something positive. positive. And so,
1: and the yeah. thing is, no, he's in government. It's so, so interesting, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Like we grew it's, up. With, it's, it's crazy. It's, it's crazy. Like, how do you even? We've had uh, Samuel and I have had. Uh, We've been intertwined in each other's lives so over the years. Yeah, Every time he's doing something, like he would call me to do coverage mm-hmm. or something. So he's you, like know? you saw so him I've, grow. Oh, I've seen him. I've seen him grow. I saw him grow, literally grow up and become who he is now. Today, I saw it. I I saw it.
1: It's happening. amazing. It's amazing.
0: It is amazing.
1: So I mean, we're closing off now, but like, um, what would you say is the most one of the most inspirational things that you've encountered like in your whole career.
0: Wow, that's hard to pinpoint. Oh, you could just you day. could give two, you
1: could give one, it's up to you.
0: Oh my god. Definitely becoming a mother mm. was amazing for me. It was an and it still is an interesting experience because I have three kids and I'm watching three versions of me. Oh wow. Yeah, because they each have something, whether it's to the extreme. <laughs>
1: <laughs> or oh, not so extreme.
0: No, not so extreme, but they each have. So my daughter, she's very creative mm-hmm. and she's a quick learner. Wow. But she just needs to believe in herself more. She's mm. a self-taught seamstress. Oh wow. And I found it interesting because my mom was a What's seamstress. It? And none of my, my mother's daughters, my mother had all girls, we can sew.
1: I but can show my
0: hand. I don't know how to use the machine, but my daughter, out of the blue, she knows how to do it. What? Because she's made stuff. So she can, she made a dress for herself. She made a skirt. Wow. And I mean, yeah, she, this was like when she was 14.
1: Skip she's a generation, making. go to the, the next yeah, one. Wow! so
0: that's amazing.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I have two boys, right? And
0: my two sons now, Journey, my nine-year-old. Journey's an athlete. Journey's the athlete I always wanted to be. But I wasn't good enough. So now he's the athlete. He's winning the races. And I'm like, what? this feels like deja vu in a way. Because I used I, I really wanted to be an athlete. Eh? You did? I, I wanted to be an athlete because my cousin, my close cousin, she's an athlete. She was an athlete. and uh-huh. She used to come first all the time. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to come first first so badly but not always at my primary school yeah but not when i went to junior high no
1: so and you called him journey imagine that
0: journey yeah i don't even know like
1: if you spoke it into
0: being i don't know but i i just knew that that was his his name? name and the same thing with my daughter it was actually Sahara mm-hmm. Desert, yeah. The Sahara Desert, that movie was playing a lot when I was pregnant with her. Oh like wow, early so, years. so it
1: inspired you. And
0: I was like, and then I told a father, What do you think of this name, Sahara? And he was like, oh, What does it mean? I was like, Well, you know, no matter what I mean, it sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> he's, is like, right. he's like, Well, I don't want my daughter to have no name that ain't gonna the mean That ain't got a good meaning, uh-huh. and then. For some reason, I came across Zaharo mm-hmm. because Angelina Jolie had adopted a daughter named Sahara. Zaharo. Mm-hmm. And so I went to look up the name and I was like, okay,
1: perfect. So what does it mean? What does Sahara mean? It
0: means bright, shining flower. What? That's what it means. I- yeah.
1: Imagine it means bright, shining flower and it's the name of one of the biggest dry desert in the world.
0: Yes. Well, the Z and the S.
1: Oh, it's, it's the Z. I mean, okay, okay. So cool. the
0: S is Sahara, the desert, and her and name Z. is Zahara. Zahara, but With my a Z. my brother, I have a brother on my father's side. Uh-huh. He calls her. Sahara. He he was calling a desert.
1: Oh boy. As
0: a nickname when she was small, so yeah. So Journey now isn't he's athletic. Uh-huh. He's great in football. Fo- oh, wow. He can really? run and he and i'm watching him enjoying it and feeling proud of himself and i'm so like oh my god look at my beautiful son yeah. just just you know becoming himself Self,
1: correct and, and loving um, what he's doing loving
0: what he's doing and, and you know my son and this is what i teach my son to be good people to be kind mm-hmm. i'm not teaching them to fight back
1: i'll be boisterous and and no. egotistical
0: And I always, I always tell him about ways so he knows. And so when I hear other people say, oh, my God, your son is such a sweet boy. I'm like, oh, my God,
1: thank you. Because that means that your training is working. (laughs) But everybody,
0: Uh everybody says, like, he's such a sweet Sweet boy. Uh He's so nice. And I'm so happy about that. My youngest, El Shabazz, outspoken.
1: Oh, boy. Intelligent.
0: He has so
1: much charisma, man. <laughs> yes, he just he... turns it on, and man. And listen,
0: so my kids, we did commercials for Hosfords.
1: Uh-huh, mm-hmm.
0: And so everybody like El Shabazz is just a natural, natural comedian. Yeah. Like yeah. he's so funny. He's like a love, he's, he's a natural guy. and I'm like, oh wait, he get it from me too. Oh, because, no, look like at you. I'm like that sometimes. Correct. correct, correct <laughs> so like I would see each of them have a version of, of me. You. But El Shavaz he's very intelligent. Mm-hmm. He um He's, he's charming, five. Man. He's, he's five. He's five years old. He's five. He's very sensitive as well. Ooh. He's sensitive. Like he does not like to be heckled, but he likes to heckle. Oh
1: wow. The sister he, his sister and his brother. Sister he, and his brother. Siblings. Oh, yeah, boy. I don't
0: think. Well, I ain't gonna complain yet, but I don't think he does it in school. But he does but it. But what home. he is, he's very loving. He he, he used to hug you. Mm-hmm. He used to hug. Like from preschool, he used to be hugging everybody when he's leaving. Oh, that's you gotta great! got to hug his teacher. He's just and I would look at him and I would look at his face when he hugged people, and it's just this warm this look, warm, like he's oh, so happy to oh be boy. embracing look like them. Look at that
1: lovely human, a yeah, loving and like, human.
0: This is my little boy. Like these are my kids. So. I'm very proud of, of them. them. I'm very happy to be a mom. Even though sometimes it's hectic, it's stressful, Correct. it's overwhelming. Well, I mean. And you know, you can't be mad at people who don't have kids. Mm. Because
1: That's there is I'm a commitment. worry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a
0: worry that comes with being a parent that people don't talk about. Mm. Like for instance, I was thinking about when I used to go out Soon, my kids are gonna be going out, Correct. and I'm gonna be worrying about them being out, and they're gonna probably be like, "Mommy, are you worrying for like, nothing gonna happen Ain't and then
1: yeah.
0: but then I know like at times, yes, yeah, stuff can happen
1: you know you know it's it's interesting. I had a conversation for the show yesterday, mm-hmm. um which is probably probably gonna come out last week <laughs> in retrospect, but it doesn't matter, and I was saying, um when it comes to." parenting mm-hmm. it's like you're training these human beings that you absolutely love mm-hmm. to leave you
0: yeah because
1: eventually they are going to they're
0: gonna fall in love with somebody leave, and,
1: and all of and that. that you have to be happy for them kind of not being a big part of your life anymore and then when
0: parents say they don't want their children to go through what they've been through like i'm actually like seeing it like mm. i'm Feeling it because now my daughter is a teenager. Yeah, man. She's fifteen. Correct. And
1: hurdling into boys
0: and all of, of course, that. Yeah. I don't want her to go through heartbreak. How can I shield her from that? So and you those can't. The, those are stuff that And yes, it's also it's also interesting mind. because
1: you don't want them to feel, you don't want them to hurt. You want them to be okay. You want them to be safe.
0: Yes. But you don't, as a parent, you don't want you to see a child in pain. No,
1: or, you, don't. you don't. But at the same time. Pain is how we grow.
0: We've had pain. Journey has Journey had an accident when he was three. He lost his thumb finger. His right thumb finger sliced right off. No way! And I can talk about it now because at times it's hard when I remember the incident. Oh but my yeah, God. we were home. It was a holiday. It was my month, my birth month, August. It was the first of August. Uh-huh. Uh, my boyfriend at the time, we were going to go beach. But then somebody called him into work. Mm-hmm. So he had to go. And so we were all home. I was in, I was like in the kitchen, probably about here. And they were there
1: uh-huh. on
0: a bike, on an exercise bike. bike uh-huh. They had never used the bike before.
1: Oh my! This was the
0: first time they were using it. And my daughter was riding it. And my son wanted her to come off. Uh-huh. so he tried to stop the chain oh
1: that's what my was moving God, so no. he grabbed it and it's it completely <sighs> sliced oh it sliced my stop
0: his thumb and then i was like what happened because i heard him like exclaim something and then i heard her say i told you to leave it or something i don't think she really saw what, what was happening yet then i went to my child and i realized and it was the most devastating thing i've ever Witnessed. experienced in my life i couldn't even look for his finger i called my boyfriend right away and he had to come
1: Uh huh.
0: because all i could do was wrap his hand in a shirt and hold him while he cries and he was he was like mm. he wasn't like screaming or anything uh-huh. was like feeling the pain. And I was like, oh my God, your what heart is, is
1: broken? What
0: is he feeling? What is this? How can I allow this to happen? And so I blamed myself for um a long time wishing that what? I could turn I you know, turn back like the your hands. Let, let me my finger
1: so. instead. Something. Oh man.
0: And you know That's when he came out of surgery, they couldn't reattach the hand the finger, they could, the finger because the doctor felt like it wasn't in ice
1: mm-hmm. so it wasn't and preserved i felt well. like
0: when we called the ambulance they knew what was they knew what happened why didn't they put say, it on okay, ice like that on. they didn't even take us they told us we met them on the road on our way because they took so long they told us to go ahead i was like really yeah. you're not gonna like say like come here because we know what happened and let me
1: yeah let's so, try to I so guess the, the
0: I, I was very disappointed correct. with with, with what that happened, whole situation. with the, with the ambulance, and but then so I, the doctor said they couldn't do whatever. But now he's fine. Mm-hmm. He writes slow because mm-hmm. he's right handed, and he was his and he right was hand. his right hand. So he writes slow. Sometimes he has pain in, in his it. hand because of the strain of it. Correct, but. He's OK. I, I've had I've already had where well, I've had to deal with other children, teasing him about it. Mm. And that was something that I did not want for him. I didn't want him to go through that because you know how nasty children are, are, are terrible. with teasing. Children are awful.
1: You know why? Because children don't hold back. Like as an adult, you'll be mm-hmm. like, OK, I'll say this, but I won't say that. Mm-hmm. Children said the whole thing, yeah. whatever they feel, whatever they heard. They repeat it verbatim. Well,
0: I've had to say some stuff to some children. Oh, my God. I'm that kind of mother. <laughs> yes, I am.
1: So, Sue, so, thank you so much for being a part. so <laughs> happened? You're just chilling the phone like and you get caught with your <laughs> hand in the cookie jar or something. All right. Well, Selika, Quickie, thank you so much for being a part of the show. Guys, I am Stephen Smith for Objectively Incorrect as usual. Peace. No gang signs, guys. <laughs>